millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code gold to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com this performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. And, of course, welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. If you're just joining us for the first time today, meaning you weren't with me a moment ago over on 412 and Badlands Media, well, then it's a pleasure to have you here. If you are joining us from 412 or Badlands, thank you so much for popping on over. My computer needs a much larger update than I realized, and unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do that before the show starts, because otherwise, I'd probably be waiting for another 30 or 45 minutes before I was able to go live. So we are going to keep our regularly scheduled time. We're going to talk, of course, about as much information as we've been able to glean from these new Epstein files, keeping in mind that a lot more info is set to come out. This is just the beginning. And as I've been telling you for the last couple of weeks, temper your expectations about exactly what you're seeing. Because so far, it's just been a lot of transcripts that we've already seen before. But Unmasked Within is the names of victims, specialists, doctors, lawyers, and of course close associates of Jeffrey Epstein. We're going to talk about much, much more. So if you have not yet, please hit that like button. Hit the red pill if you're over there at pill.net. Consider sharing the show and sit back, 
relax, grab your popcorn, because we're going to be right back after this. My friends, gold is on the rise. It just soared past $2,000 an ounce. And the wars in Israel and the Ukraine, plus the rate cuts that are on the table, well, all of these things are working together to help fuel the meteoric rise of this beautiful, precious metal. And the top banks, Deutsche Bank, UBS, Bank of America, JP Morgan, all of them are forecasting sizable rate cuts coming up in the election year. And you've got the heads of the top financial firms pointing out the similarities to what we see in America now in the 1970s. Take a look back at 1979. At that time, we had the Iran hostage crisis. There was war in the Middle East, and major U.S. cities were in disarray and stagflation. At that time, gold went from $158 an ounce in 1974 to $850 an ounce in 1980. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing even higher. There's a direct correlation between the national debt and the price of gold. Back in 2020, the U.S. debt was at $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, now in 2023, it's $33 trillion and gold is over $2,000 an ounce. Now, President Trump, he warned us the U.S. dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. So you can call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Remember to mention me, Zach Payne, and Red Pill News. And when you do, you will always get best-in-class service from Patriots protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you might be eligible for the no fee for life IRA. It's available on qualifying rollovers and to find out if you do qualify, give them a call today at 888-857-6092 and get your free investor guide today. Once again, Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top rated gold IRA dealer for 7 years in a row. Call them today at 888- and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, just for those of you who are discontented with the ads, let me just remind you, it's only because of the sponsors of this program, those ads that I have to play, that I'm even able to do this. It's a free program. It's not very much to ask you guys just to sit through 90 seconds at most uh, of advertising. If you can support the sponsors, please consider doing so. Uh, if you want to support the show, obviously, it makes it a lot easier for me to not have to have sponsors on every uh, a show that we do, uh, but by and large, uh, we're putting uh, a lot of effort into this. I'm putting a lot of effort into this, and I need the sponsors to be able to continue to do it. Uh, I'm not funded by anybody else out there. I don't have an unlimited budget, and uh, and if it wasn't for the, the sponsors who believe in my show and my quest to bring you guys as much good information as possible, I simply wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, it's just the way the world works, so I ask you to humbly please uh, sit through and just understand that uh, as they come. Uh, so let's begin today by first saying thank you very much. See a couple of other things in the chat. Uh, someone said that uh, Proud Navy Patriot said that Ivan Raiklin was on Conservative Daily. Ivan, uh, Nate, a number of the other guys who were involved in that letter, they're going to be here on this channel as well. 
We're working out the timing right now. I'm currently booked for weekend interviews until uh, March, actually. So we're going to have to have them show up on a regular daily spot, probably not at 5. We'll probably do a special show later on in the day. Uh, but they will be here to talk about that. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Ivan's a friend. Nate's a friend. A number of the people that were involved in that letter uh, are, are really good people. And uh, I'm looking forward to having them here to talk about it, because uh, Andre, he says, uh, Zach, I think they meant Rumble ads, not the beautiful sponsors. Oh, are there Rumble ads? Uh, I guess I, I wasn't aware of that. Oh, that's right. Somebody mentioned that over the weekend. I have. I, OK, so when it comes to the Rumble ads, I don't have any idea about those. Uh, I haven't seen them. I actually pay for my Rumble membership so that I can stream. And so uh, they don't show me any ads when I'm on the, the channel. Anarchist Owl says, I will never tire of ads. Thank you for supporting Illumaview. Remember, seeing is believing. That's right. You guys, make sure you're following Anarchist Owl because he's got some pretty awesome stuff going on with the AIs on his Twitter account. Uh, okay, so I, I, I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood. I was watching my own ad, and uh, and I just saw a couple people say I'm getting tired of the ads, but I, I didn't know that uh, Rumble was putting ads on every video. That'll be interesting. I wonder if Rumble is going to start sharing advertising revenue like they do on YouTube. Honestly, guys, that would be a game changer. Uh, that would be a whole new world, and it would really open things up for how I'm able to do things here. Um, okay, well, uh, thank you, I guess, for sitting through it, no matter who put the ad out. Um, but uh, thank you very much, guys. Also, let me say thank you to Just Duckies. He says, much love, everyone. Hope everyone is healthy and safe. Duckies, it's good to see you, buddy. I hope that you're doing all right. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. And then Big Bird 38 says for you. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. So obviously, if you tuned in to Altered State last night, you saw Brad and I have kind of a, a two-hour conversation about the files that were released yesterday. We are going to talk about a lot of stuff today having to do with those Epstein files, specific tidbits of information related to witness accounts testimony of what these women and girls were forced to do as they were being trafficked and abused by Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and his high-profile associates. Now, if you've uh, spent any time on the internet, you've probably figured out that there's only a couple of large names that have really come out. There's at least one name that is still uh, being hidden. Uh, there are two Jane Doe's that are being hidden, and we'll uh, speculate on who those could possibly be. But I'd like to begin with an update today on a story that i brought to you maybe a month or two ago, uh, and it's kind of interesting. Oh my gosh, look at that. My uh, my screen is not working properly. Let me just put the news back on screen so you guys can see it. This is about those high-end Chinese brothels that were operating outside of Washington, D.C. Now, as soon as I saw the location of these brothels and knowing that they were being run by Chinese Communist Party affiliated people, the first thing I said was this was a honeypot. There's no way that they set these sex dens up outside of Washington, D.C., where they could perfectly capture uh, government contractors, politicians, uh, people from, you know, powerful inside the Beltway circles, even bankers and lobbyists. There's no way they would bother setting it up there simply to, to snake a couple of bucks, right? I mean, it was obviously a honeypot from the very beginning. And it's, it's great because now the intelligence community is uh, beginning to say that publicly. Uh, right now, we 
are looking at politicians, military officers, government contractors, uh, and probably a whole host of other very powerful people in Washington, D.C., who were visiting these high-end brothels. Now, again, they were located in the Virginia area in Boston, uh, and they believe that this honeypot was set up by one of a number of different nations. Obviously, since it was Chinese Communist Party affiliated people and Chinese citizens that were running the brothels, they were also operating on the West Coast as well. Uh, they obviously would be looking at uh, the Chinese Communist Party, but because this is the Biden regime, they can't directly go after the Chinese. So they are throwing a couple of other names in. Now, these names don't seem out of the realm of possibility to me. Uh, they are Israel, Russia, China, of course, and South Korea. Interestingly enough, South Korea. So the Daily Mail is reporting that intelligence experts within the U.S. intel community are becoming increasingly convinced that six high-end brothels in the suburbs of Boston and Washington, D.C. were set up by a foreign nation as an espionage honey trap. Now, I would have to believe that, first of all, once again, the proximity to D.C., that is the biggest clue. The clientele, that is the second biggest clue. The third biggest clue is the very detailed record keeping that these CCP run brothels were keeping. Uh, and then the fourth is probably going to be interviews with the Johns themselves. Likely these guys are smart enough to know when they've been had and when they've been compromised. And as soon as they've been compromised, if they want to keep their jobs, if they want to keep their families, then unfortunately they're going to have to keep being blackmailed. So I would have to believe that there's at least a couple of these guys who are happy that these brothels got busted because it means that they don't have to be controlled anymore. Now, it still probably means they're going to lose their security clearance. Their wives are probably going to divorce them. Uh, I know that if Lisa caught me at a high-end Chinese brothel, then that would probably be the end of our relationship. I'd also probably lose uh, my nuts, to be perfectly honest with you. But the good news is that Lisa would never catch me in a situation like that because I've got morals and ethics. There is no reason that any any one of these men should have found their way into one of these brothels. First of all, prostitution is illegal. Likely, these women were being trafficked, uh, and it's not simply going to be made up of a couple of girls who want to make some extra bucks on the weekends. No, we're talking about a criminal network, and these men are living, working, and, uh, and interweaving with high society in Washington, D.C. and Boston. They knew exactly what they were getting up to. It just goes to show you that the types of people who find their way drawn into government and uh, these, uh, these these high-end sorts of positions, all too often they seem to be sort of just uh, narcissistic psychopaths. So they believe these brothels were allegedly masterminded by a 41-year-old South Korean woman. They targeted politicians, high-ranking government officials, and defense contractors. This, my friends, is a list I would love to see. But as I said earlier, I'm sure you remember the uh, the uh, the DC madam, uh, Deborah Jean Palfrey. She had what was allegedly a black book, a list of all of her clientele, which was also made up of politicians, high-ranking government officials, 
officials and, of course, defense contractors. Now, she was found guilty before she could be taken to prison and before she could release the information to the public. She was suicided. I have tried to reach out to her lawyer to have him here on the program. I cannot seem to get a hold of him. If anybody knows how to directly contact the former lawyer of Deborah Jean Palfrey, please reach out to me. I would really love to talk to that guy. But the real mystery at the end of the day is which country exactly was running this honeypot scheme. Was it Russia? Was it China? Was it North or South Korea? Even Israel, they say. Of course it might have been Israel. But possibly it also could have been a number of different nations working together. Because as the United States is weakened, every single one of these nations that are mentioned is going to find themselves elevated in the international community. Having Koreans out front could have been a false flag to give China or another country plausible deniability if the plot unraveled. Of course it could. This is coming from a one-time CIA senior operations officer speaking exclusively with the Daily Mail. Now, back in November when the Justice Department announced the arrests of these high-end brothels and the networks that they used to uh, ensnare elected officials, the contractors, the government officers uh, that were all possessing security clearances, might have been lawyers, might have been doctors. We're talking about people of the upper crust of professional society. The ringleaders operated a couple of websites. You might remember I, they were advertising Asian models for photography. <clears throat> and that's where this photograph comes from right here. Modeling shoots available. Do not forget that our time is also as important as your time is, and unregistered numbers will not contact. This right here is a little clue into how they gave these men the illusion that it was safe and secure. Once you registered and you gave them your full complement of information and they knew who you were, Allegedly, it was so that they could remain safe and they wouldn't have to worry about bad actors getting involved. They they don't want any feds in here that are actually going to convict them or shut them down. Now, according to the Justice Department, with these individuals, they've been arrested in connection with the operation of these high-end brothels. Commercial sex buyers allegedly included the elected officials, high-tech people, pharmaceutical executives, doctors, military officers, government contractors, people who possessed security clearances, professors. Likely, many of these people could have been also associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Wouldn't that just be a hoot? Attorneys, scientists, accountants, among others. My my real question is, who lives in Washington, D.C. and doesn't frequent a brothel or a sex club or have sex in the basement of the uh, house office building? I, I, I tend to think that there's probably not that many people. Now, uh, if we take a look here at the uh, federal investigators showing off the menus that were sent to the Johns, you might remember this. I showed this once before, uh, but they had uh, uh, we went and decoded this actually live. There is no discount for bareback. Uh, if you, that's BB. Uh, if you get caught making direct deals with the girls, we won't accept any more appointments. Also, if you go into the GFE, which is the girlfriend experience, and upgrade to BB, bareback, please pay first. Do not share with other girls. They don't like it. I don't know what that means. Uh, and then, oh, maybe this is, uh, the, this menu was sent specifically related to these names, Kara or Tina or Mimi or Alina. But 30 minutes uh, for $240, uh, 60 minutes, $340, 90 minutes, $540, $126.40. And then, of course, it goes up from there if you are not using a condom, which is the bareback. 
So we're looking forward to seeing this trial actually begin. And undoubtedly, they're going to have to go ahead and bring some of these Johns out. So if they do announce anybody who was a client of these brothels, it's probably going to be somebody on the lower end. The politicians, the high-ranking government officials, even the tech executives and the government contractors with high-level security clearances, those people are probably going to be the ones that are protected the most. But bear in mind that a honeypot scheme could also bring about charges of espionage. And I would sincerely hope that if there are charges of espionage, if there is anyone who gave up secrets, which put the United States into a weakened position or security stance, uh, then I hope those people are going to be charged. I just hope that it happens under the new Trump administration, which is set to take effect in January of 2025. Now, speaking of President Trump, President Trump has just took is just taking the gloves off. He is asking the court to hold Jack Smith in contempt for violating an order. On Thursday, President Trump asked the court to hold special counsel Jack Smith in contempt for violating Judge Chutkin's order, staying all proceedings in the January 6th case against Trump. If you'll remember, Jack Smith went and filed uh, another order even after Judge Chutkin had put a stay on it. So the uh, uh, President Trump uh, has respectively moved that the court for, sorry, President Donald J. Trump respectfully moves this court for an order to show cause why prosecutors Jack Smith, Molly Gaston, and Thomas Wyndham, collectively the prosecutors, should not be held in contempt for violating the court's order, staying any further proceedings that would move this case towards trial or impose additional burdens of litigation on the defendant. The state order is clear, President Trump says, straightforward, unambiguous. All substantive proceedings in this court are halted. Now, despite this clarity, the prosecutors began violating the state order almost immediately. First, within five days of the court ordering the state order, the prosecutors served thousands of pages of additional discovery and together with a purported draft exhibit list. Through counsel, President Trump advised that he rejected the prosecutors' unlawful productions, that their actions violated that stay order, and that he would seek relief if their malicious conduct continued. I certainly hope that Jack Smith gets exactly what's coming to him, because he is not playing by the rules. Last month, with that stay, it means that nothing is supposed to happen. So it doesn't matter that President Trump has these indictments sitting out there. It doesn't matter that this trial was moving towards towards uh, a start date of March 4th. There is no start date now. It has been stayed until the Supreme Court of the United States makes any decision and any efforts by Jack Smith to produce any further orders or to enter any paperwork into the court or even to produce these uh, these uh, exhibits and uh, suggest how this trial is going to proceed. It's all a dog and pony show. Jack Smith and his team have been leaking to the mainstream media ever since this whole this circus began. So he's hoping that by continuing to keep it in the news, by continuing to push new details and make Trump look as if he's guilty, it's going to help him and it's going to help his cause. This is all a political hit job. President Trump has done nothing wrong. And as we'll soon find out, the Democrats and the deep state are are focused almost exclusively on pinning the crimes of Joe Biden and other powerful government officials onto Donald Trump. It is a obfuscation. It is a mirroring. It is a projection of their own crimes. Now, 
interestingly enough, President Trump has written a column uh, and specifically discussing how he's going to deal with the border crisis as soon as he comes back into office. What's very interesting is the timing on President Trump's order. There was a press conference that was held, I believe, yesterday at the southern border with the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, and a host of other Republicans. And while they were there, uh, illegals were crossing the border as they stood there. It was caught on camera. You can't make this stuff up. You've got thousands of people who are just streaming across the border all along the border of Texas and Mexico. They're coming through unabated because nobody's there to stop them. The government under Joe Biden has completely abdicated their responsibility and everything that they are supposed to be doing. They are ignoring federal laws and they're arbitrarily enforcing laws against people like Donald Trump, people like yourselves, the American people. So this has now become the number one issue across every single demographic and voting block here in the United States of America. As we said, when Joe Biden came into office, office, we knew they were going to open the border. Up until that point, the idea of illegal immigration being something we should address seemed to be a cottage Republican issue. It was an issue that was only something MAGA people were paying attention to. Those MAGA extremists trying to shut down People coming across the border, not because they're illegal, but because they're trying to escape the horrors in their own country. Where is your compassion? We're talking about kids in cages here, I'm telling you. But the truth of the matter is that now this issue of unrestrained illegal immigration has touched every single American, regardless of who you vote for, regardless of who you worship, regardless of who you go to bed with at night, regardless of whether or not you have children or you're a property owner or you live in a border state. The illegals have been exported to every single corner of this nation, and it is overwhelming especially the Democrat-run cities. So those Democrat-run cities are the ones who are really paying the price. Now, I actually had something that I wanted to make sure I pulled up before, because I'm going to talk about it as soon as we go through President Trump's plan. Let me get that pulled up, and, and I'll, I'll go to that here in just a moment. But So President Trump knows that this is the number one issue facing America today. President Trump knows that he needs to be hard on immigration. He needs to be even harder on illegals and fixing the southern border. Joe Biden and his ilk apparently don't seem to think it's all that big of a deal. uh, Or maybe they're trying to intentionally destroy this country and overwhelm the system before we can even get to the election in November. So his plans go much farther beyond finishing the wall. I'm sure you guys all remember the the wall was bought. The wall was paid for. The material was there. Joe Biden sold it off for scrap. They never used it. And they simply allowed the pieces that were left on the ground to rot. President Trump is going to need to do much, much more than building the wall. Building the wall is so 2016. At this point, he's going to need to use the power of the federal government, multiple government agencies to deal with the problem that Joe Biden and the deep state New World Order government currently sitting in Washington, D.C., has put into place. Obviously, one of the reasons why the left is so desperate to prevent him from being reelected is because they know that he's going to fix the problem they started. I think they're also getting desperate because they realize that they have created a self-fulfilling prophecy. They 
they are bringing about the return of Donald Trump because of this problem they've created. So if we take a look at President Trump's article, the most urgent task facing the next president is to end Joe Biden's nation-wrecking nightmare on our southern border. I am the only candidate who will stop this invasion, and I will do it on day one. Under the Trump administration, we had the most secure border in history. We ended catch and release and removed over one million illegal aliens in my first term. I negotiated unprecedented agreements with Central American nations and brokered remain in Mexico to stop the flow of migrants to our border. I also got the Mexican government to deploy tens of thousands of soldiers to border free of charge. On my first day back in office, I will terminate every open borders policy of the Biden administration and immediately restore the full set of strong Trump border policies. You know, the ones that worked. (laughs) Then we will begin a record setting deportation operation. Joe Biden has given us no choice. The millions of illegal aliens who have invaded under Biden require a record number of removals. This is just common sense. To achieve this goal, I will make clear to every department and to state and local governments that we must use all resources and authorities available. We will shift massive portions of federal law enforcement to immigration enforcement, including parts of the DEA, ATF, FBI, and DHS. What does that mean? That means that all of those corrupt federal organizations with a law enforcement focus, instead of focusing their ire, their scorn and their attention on the people of the United States of America, they're going to be turned into essentially a gigantic glorified deportation device. Every single one of these agencies is going to be run on a shoestring budget compared to what they're normally used to doing. All of their resources are going to be diverted into the catch and kick out operation that President Trump is going to be engaged in. This is exactly what America needs, and President Trump is already aware of it. The problem created by Joe Biden and the deep state New World Order is now creating the solution for us. We've always known that the only way to bring America back to some state of stability, a homeostasis, is going to be directing all of our attention to getting rid of those illegals that are currently here inside the United States. Now, the only question is, how many are they going to be willing to kick out and how are they going to decide who is supposed to kick out? I'm going to have to say it. Every single person in the United States illegally must be deported. No more free lunch. I don't care when you got here. I don't care how long you've been here. I don't care what you've done since you've been here. If you are not a legal citizen of the United States of America, get the hell out. This is now the way it has to be. Our nation is overburdened because we have not taken care of the citizens of the United States. We have not used our vast resources and intelligence and military and law enforcement capacity to keep this nation safe. And now the only thing we can do to set things right is to kick out every single person who doesn't belong here. You want to be an American citizen? That's fine. You go through the lawful path 
to immigration. You get yourself a visa. You get yourself a job. You find someone who can help you out because it's no longer going to be Uncle Sam. The United States of America is done writing checks for other nations and for the people that they don't want to take care of. Every single country on the face of this planet needs to recognize that immigration is a one-way street here in the United States. There is no way around it. And for the people who have come here through legal means, the people who have immigrated here and are now American citizens, I applaud you. I applaud you for not taking the easy way out. I applaud you for not going about it illegally. Your sacrifice should be something that we hold dear. You chose to give up everything in your own nation to come here and pledge allegiance to the United States of America. And every single illegal that follows you in, crossing over the Rio Grande, slipping under some razor wire at the border, they do you a disservice and they do me a disservice. They do every single one of us dirty because they're not supposed to be here. And for any leftoid out there in the audience, do me a favor. Go try to sneak into some other nation and see how they treat you. See what happens when you get caught at the border. Just give it a shot. I'd like to see how it works out for you. Because we no longer can afford the burden of the nations of this planet. We need to start taking care of ourselves and our borders. And Donald Trump is going to do that on day one. So, sorry to say, get the hell out. Now, let me show you exactly how this is affecting the people of this country. Take a look at this. The Democrat Party is done in Chicago, and that's a fact. We have massive groups of people who are switching allegiance to Donald Trump, not only because of the problems that have been created by their left-wing governments and the current New World Order deep state that sits in Washington, D.C., but because they know that Donald Trump is strong. Donald Trump is going to do exactly what he says. Donald Trump already knows what policies work because he's already been there and he's already done that. And every single thing that Joe Biden and his regime have undone since coming into office are the reasons that the blacks of Chicago are suffering. This is the reason why people of color all across America are feeling the brunt of the illegal alien invasion, which is currently overwhelming every single metropolitan area of this country. I said before, and I'll say it again, it's not just blacks, it's not just Hispanics, it's not just Asians, it's not just whites. Every single American feels the pain of this overwhelming pressure that was created by one man and his choice to shut down all of the things that President Trump had put into place. So now, as a result of that, the people who previously supported Joe Biden are looking to the one man who can now save them from their own decisions. And that, my friends, is Donald John Trump. How do you think it's going to look in November when the people of Chicago overwhelmingly vote for Donald Trump? If we flip Chicago red, 
It's going to be a monumental day. I truly believe that it's within the capacity of this nation to overwhelmingly vote for Donald Trump. And I think that we're going to see a massive shift come November. As I've been showing you for weeks, the polls, everyone is talking about supporting Donald Trump. Recently, the African Diaspora News Channel spoke with Mark Carter, who is begging Republican leaders to visit the inner city of Chicago. Witness exactly what's happening with this illegal alien invasion crisis that is sucking resources away from the native people of Chicago, the same people who are suffering under the policies of the Biden regime. Now, Mark Carter is a activist and organizer. He was formerly associated with with uh, BLM. But now he is speaking out. He's been very vocal about his support for Donald Trump, and he's made it his mission to flip Chicago, turn it red, and bring every black American out to support Donald John Trump. So within the last couple of months, we've been hearing a lot from the black residents of Chicago, specifically Mark Carter, who's been very instrumental in speaking out against the illegal aliens going into Chicago and taking up all of the resources. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com.
A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Sources that would otherwise be going to the native Chicago community, the black community of Chicago. Recently, there was a video that was done with him and others saying that they want to have a conversation with Trump. Can you guys imagine Donald Trump having a rally in Chicago and the entirety of the black diaspora showing up, everybody showing up to shake his hand and pledge their support for him? My God, it would be beautiful. So they invited Republicans and Donald Trump to come on in and speak with him. I tend to think that this is exactly what Donald Trump is going to do. You know, he was just speaking earlier this week about how he's going to be focusing on these areas that have been traditionally Democrat strongholds. Nothing is more of a Democrat stronghold than Chicago. But they were talking about the issues that black Chicagoans are facing. And, of course, you got homelessness, you've got poverty, you've got lack of access to food and city services. Basically, they're saying we are paying to be homeless homeless because a lot of people are paying taxes. They're paying taxes, but the money is not going to help the people of Chicago. It's going into the pockets of these illegal aliens that have just been bussed in or flown in by the Biden regime. It's said that by the end of the year, it's going to be about $300 million that have been allocated towards helping the illegal aliens in Chicago alone. It is absolutely absurd that in this day and age that this should be happening in our country. But my friends, that's exactly what is happening, and it's exactly what's going to push these people towards the one man who can do something about it, and that is Donald Trump. Now, uh, Donald Trump is not a savior. Donald Trump is not a god. Donald Trump is merely a man, a man with the courage, a man with the intelligence, a man with the plan to actually do something about it. And that's why he's so dangerous to the deep state. That's why he's so dangerous to the radical left Democrats and the rhinos of Washington, D.C. And as we've seen throughout the entirety of President Trump's time in the public, campaigning ever since they uh, they successfully stole the election in 2020. They have accused President Trump of committing crimes that have been openly and, and, and quite uh, obviously committed by them. Well, now that the Epstein files are out and Donald Trump has been completely exonerated by them, House Democrats are now accusing Donald Trump of taking millions of dollars in foreign bribes while he was president. How does that sound uh, very familiar to you guys? Isn't that what we've been saying Joe Biden has been doing basically the last five decades, the entire time that he's been in public service? Obviously, this is another distraction from the crimes of Joe Biden. I saw the typical liberal leftards on Twitter trying to crow about this information as if it's, oh, suddenly we got him now. We finally got Donald Trump now. But the House Democrats have specifically accused Donald Trump of taking millions of dollars in foreign bribes while he was president. This is after a seven-year investigation in an effort to distract from the crimes that were committed by Joe Biden, his family, and, of course, the upcoming impeachment inquiry where all of this evidence is going to be presented. Now, does anybody here believe that if Donald Trump actually was taking bribes while he was in office that they would wait until right now to bring it out? I mean, why wouldn't they have said something about 
about it while he was in office. Why wouldn't they have attempted to charge him with something many, many years ago? The truth of the matter is there are no crimes. There are no bribes. There is no money. Donald Trump didn't even take a paycheck. You can't say that for 99.9% of these do-nothing bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. Now, as they have been wont to do, uh, they are getting creative with the way that they're accusing President Trump of committing these crimes. The Emoluments Clause is a provision that bars U.S. presidents from accepting gifts from foreign governments without the permission of Congress first. If you'll remember, President Trump completely divested himself of his companies and corporations when he became president to avoid the Emoluments Clause. President Trump didn't even take a penny from the United States government. So I do not believe that he took any money from any foreign dignitary or leader. What are they? Are they going to accuse him of the breaking the Emoluments Clause because he accepted that soccer ball from Vladimir Putin or because he went to Saudi Arabia and put his hand on the globe? Well, House Democrats are targeting him, obviously, accusing him of violating this very rarely oft, uh, very rarely cited or litigated emoluments clause of the Constitution. They're claiming his luxury hotels, which at the time he was in office, were blocks from the White House. And these hotels are evidence that Trump was receiving benefits. Again, he had divested himself of those companies. They carried his name, but that's because it's the Trump brand. I mean, don't hate me because you ain't me, people in the House. Uh, we got uh, Adam Schiff. Of course, he's in the Senate. But if Adam Schiff had a brand with his name on it and he went into public office, does any, anybody here believe that he would have uh, divested himself of anything? You know, every single politician in Washington, D.C. has got some grift. Donald Trump is the only honest businessman that's ever set foot in that cesspool of a swamp. So it's true that $7.8 million is almost certainly a fraction of Trump's harvest of unlawful foreign state money, the ranking member of House Oversight Committee Jamie Raskin said in his 156-page report. But this figure in itself is a scandal and a decisive spur to action. Now, Democrats are releasing this 156-page report where they accuse President Trump of financially benefiting himself and his members of his family. Uh, They claim that his business Businesses received at least $7.8 million from corrupt and authoritarian governments like China, Saudi Arabia, and Qatar. Seven years, though, it took them to get to this point, and I think there's no coincidence that they're releasing it hot on the heels of Jeffrey Epstein's information coming out and, of course, Joe Biden about to be impeached in one way or another. But in their report, they reveal what they call a stunning web of millions of dollars in payments made by foreign governments and their agents directly to Trump-owned businesses while President Trump was in the White House. Here's the difference between Joe Biden, his family, and Donald Trump and his family. Donald Trump had a business. He had a product. He had something to sell. It was services rendered for value given. Even though he wasn't running that company, of course, that company continued to exist. These people wanted nothing more than to break Trump, to completely destroy his companies and his business. And that's the only thing they would have accepted, is if he would have shut these companies down altogether. But that's patently ridiculous. Nobody in the right mind would ever consider that to be a reasonable ask. 
Joe Biden and his family, they were receiving millions of dollars in payments, tens of millions of dollars in payments, but they never had a single product that they offered. Joe Biden's family made money off of their relationship to him the entire time that he was in office. These shell companies, just because they were shell companies and didn't have an actual physical address, uh, are no different in terms of the business structure than Donald Trump's LLCs. But the main difference is that they offered nothing. The product was Joe Biden. The product was American foreign policy. The product was a handshake and a promise to do whatever those foreign agents asked them to do. So they claim that China made the most payments to Trump's business. Isn't that funny? China. Uh, that They spent more than $5.5 million at Trump Tower in New York and two of Trump's hotels in Washington and Las Vegas. Well, you know, the Chinese are doing a lot of business over here. Uh, they invited them in many, many years ago. I'd be fine with kicking the Chinese out altogether. We don't need them to be doing business here in the United States. They're a security threat. But of course, they're never a threat and it's never illegal until it's President Trump or his associates that end up doing it. Now, you might remember back in January of 2021, the Supreme Court already dismissed a previous lawsuit related to the Emoluments Clause, claiming that Donald Trump profited from his time in the presidency. In an order that was issued with no dissent, the Supreme Court instructed lower courts to toss out opinions against Trump since he's no longer in office. Now, at the same time, Joe Biden has made millions of dollars selling his influence to the highest bidder. House Oversight Chairman James Comer has identified the nine Biden family members who are implicated in the corruption. It is a wholly different animal. What's really funny is that the left will completely ignore Everything related to the crimes of the Biden family. And now that Jamie Raskin is out there in his do-rag suggesting that Donald Trump uh, illegally profited off the businesses that he wasn't running or wasn't involved in. Well, now suddenly it's a really big deal and we got to do something about it. But it wasn't just Joe. It was his brother. It was his other brother, his son, Hunter Biden's girlfriend, Bo Biden's widow, Hunter Biden's ex-wife, Hunter Biden's current wife, three children of the president's son and the president's brother, great grandchildren, a grandchild. This is odd that every single one of these people would be profiting off of Joe Biden's grift. However, they were. And that, my friends, is where the real crime lies. So that's going to go nowhere. All right. Now, before we get into the specifics about the uh, uh, the Epstein files, uh, we've got to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to say some thank yous over here on the Foxhole. And then we've got to talk about the other distraction that they tried to hit us with uh, in the hopes that everybody would turn their eyes from the Epstein papers and instead look at yet another sad school shooting. We're going to be right back after this. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the carbon-60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. 
It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. So commentary from the chat. Force of Liberty says, I don't mind any trade with China, most trade with China, uh, but we need to not be reliant on them in any way. That means energy production and domestic manufacturing and F the green agenda. No, absolutely. Trade is one thing. Allowing foreign adversaries access to our critical infrastructure, allowing them to come in and buy up farmland right next to a military base, allowing them to control our ports, allowing them to control any aspect of our economy. That's the problem. If the Chinese want to do business here, then they should be strictly regulated. They should be watched at every single juncture and they should not be given any free passes. And the politicians, bureaucrats and government officials that they buy off should be tried for treason, and hung in the public square. Uh, Let me say thank you to uh, Big Bird. Thank you again, Big Bird. Lynn's over it. Thank you for the gold pills. Marge, large Marge, thank you for the can. Uh, Filter Dog One says, let's kick it. Boise Blanc, thank you for the cookie. Thick Ray, she says, hey, Zach, just the way I like it. Nice drive home. Hashtag the truth is loose. Von Hitch says, happy new year, Zach. Happy new year to you, brother. Uh, Richard Lyles, America, thank you for the can. And Polly, 9363, thank you so much for that ship. I really appreciate it. <clears throat> Uh, do, 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 uh, Mizzy1717 says, thank you, Zach. You're always on point, brother. Over the target. Stay true. I will always stay true. I will never stop fighting for the future of America because this is not about us right now. This is about future generations. This is about our nation even surviving beyond this brief moment in time. This is not a uh, a one and done thing. We are fighting a multi-generational war here, and even if we win the battle, the war is still going to wage. These people are never going to quit. Democrats, the New World Order, Deep State, they think in generational terms. They are thinking hundreds of years into the future. If we beat them right Right now, then they're going to be thinking about how they can go ahead and take everything back in 50, 75, 100 years. We've got to eliminate them. They have got to be taken off the chessboard, and America has got to be fortified. It's got to be strengthened. I'm not talking through the uh, the, the sorts of uh, civil liberties uh, violations that we got with the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act did nothing to keep America safe. All it did was strengthen the federal government and allow them to look deeper into our private lives. Uh, it allowed them to create these vast money pits that they would simply dump billions of dollars into siphoning it out of our pockets so that they could then line their own pockets. And now they have uh, nearly begun to be exposed. The Jeffrey Epstein documents coming out are so vitally important for helping the entirety of this country understand just how deep the rock goes, how filthy these people are. They're very, very afraid of being exposed because if they are fully exposed, then America might say, hey, you know what? 
I've had enough. I am not going to put up with this BS any longer. And in response to the Jeffrey Epstein files being released yesterday, today, uh, coincidentally, there's another school shooting. Tragic. This one was at Perry Middle and High School in Iowa. Police reported to the shooting uh, early today. Uh, It's located in Dallas County, and the Dallas County Sheriff's Office confirmed the shooting, uh, but said they had no other information at that time. We have had more information come out since then. So what do we know? Well, this is the shooter. Uh, He was a high school shooter, uh, and uh, it's another they, them. This is another member of the larger LGBTQ plus IA two-spirit Rainbow People Warrior Brigade. Uh, It's a person who is a man. I'm not certain if they identify as a they, them, but on their social medias, they did have all of the telltale signs of the leftist brain worms that you often see. And we've so very recently seen time and time again. It's kind of funny how they're out there uh, crowing uh, about uh, violent right extremism and uh, the dangers of the, uh, the the radical Trump supporters. But it seems to be the same types of uh, rainbow brigaders that are the ones who are killing kids in schools. No, Nobody but us is saying like, hey, we've got a problem with mental illness in this country. And, and I think that these uh, the sort of brainwashing that these kids have been subjected to, it has created an even deeper seated mental illness. And that's why we're seeing these types of people engage in this sort of behavior. Now, of course, social media companies are trying to erase any evidence of this individual's identity. They don't want you to know that it was a rainbow person. But multiple people were shot by a crazed gunman in a small Iowa town earlier this morning. The suspect responsible has been identified, and social media is absolutely freaking out. Dallas County Sheriff Adam Infante said during a press conference at least three people were injured. These include two students and an administrator. And it's been confirmed the shooter is dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. He went out exactly as he lived, a total coward. He's been identified as Dylan Butler. He was a senior at Perry High School and the gunman who shot up the school. More facts that are inconvenient to the corporate media narrative are now starting to emerge. Uh, Hang on just a second. Let me see. We've got a tweet here from Colin Rugg. TikTok has now scrubbed his account that belonged to him. Uh, but luckily, Dylan was able to get a screen recording. And here we can see that he's got a rainbow flag in there. Here he is listening two hours ago to a song called Stray Bullet by KMFDM. I actually used to listen to KMFDM in in high school. Uh, He's in a bathroom, and he says, now we wait. Clearly, he's preparing for his uh, shooting rampage. People commenting, obviously it's him. Somebody said. His screen name was Took Too Much. And this video shows him uh, writing Faded on Christmas Day for Real.
All right. So here, oh, here we go. This is him uh, in the middle of the night. Looks like. <clears throat> uh, uh, uh. Yo, check it out. Mm, beautiful night tonight. Yoda? Stoned to the bone, he says. You must. It's like they're drinking <coughs> beer, Why? maybe. You promised you'd take me there again someday. Living up to his full potential. Disgusting. Filthy. Why are you wearing a girl's purse? It's a Louis Vuitton backpack and it's unisex. Question. Does the devil wear... Why are you wearing... He's listening to ICP, too. I said right foot creep over walking with that heel. All right, so nothing too revelatory in there. I think the most obvious piece is the fact that he's got the uh, rainbow in his uh, his his profile there. He appears to be a devoted LGBTQ activist and a leftist. Uh, there was also a Reddit account that was found, Dylan Pickle 1996, uh, and then he had, of course, the the gay and trans pride flags uh, posted up on that Reddit account. Here is another screenshot. <clears throat> he commented or subscribed to uh, R-Trans. Question for those who haven't started transitioning yet. What's holding you back? I don't want to look ugly. Okay, well, looks like he might have considered himself to be a trans person. Uh, bro thought I was sharing my Gatorade. There was an awful scene following the shooting. At least five ambulances, etc., etc. But this is all to distract. It's all to distract from the fact that Jeffrey Epstein was a child trafficker and that he had high-level connections within the United States government and governments of the rest of the world. Now, interestingly, you may or may not know this, but the revelation of these documents, it all comes down to the intervention of Mike Cernovich. Mike Cernovich, somebody who's kind of faded from favor on the right because he bought into the COVID-19 pandemic narrative, and he's been kind of a douche, I think, <clears throat> But he spoke yesterday on his Twitter profile about the story of how these documents came to be. And he talked about Jeffrey Epstein being an FBI asset. So uh, we had the uh, files that were requested by Mike Cernovich. I'm just going to go to his Twitter profile so that we can see. Shoot, where is it? Um, wow, they don't even link to it. I could have sworn that they linked to it. All right, so. Uh, initially, Mike Cernovich got involved in this case because he saw that this was a, uh, a freedom of the press issue. Uh, there's, here we go. In 2017, my lawyer, Mark Rondaza, 
found a wonky freedom of the press case. There was a defamation case, and although Jeffrey Epstein wasn't named as a defendant, the case was central to some conspiracy theories. This would have been the uh, Keelan Maxwell, um, uh, Virginia Roberts case. Mark asked me if I wanted to file a motion to intervene. We expected it to be a simple matter. Media interest at that time was almost zero. No one in the free press cared. Then Trump nominated Alexander Acosta to Secretary of Labor. What's really interesting is that I've always thought that there's a strong possibility Trump nominated Alexander Acosta purposefully so that it would draw attention to the Epstein situation, because obviously Acosta was the U.S. attorney who oversaw the prosecution of Jeffrey Epstein in Palm Beach back in the mid 2000s. By nominating Alexander Acosta and by forcing the mainstream media to call attention to the fact that Epstein got this sweetheart deal, it opened a lot of people's eyes to exactly what was going on behind the scenes, and it led directly to the arrest of Jeffrey Epstein. It also put a lot of people who were associated with Jeffrey Epstein in the hot seat because then they had to specifically uh, um, <clears throat> uh, they had to justify their associations with Jeffrey Epstein. Now, Epstein uh, was handled in the original case with kid gloves. And he was given special treatment due to protection from the intelligence community, as told by Alexander Acosta. Epstein was an asset of the FBI. What his exact relation was remains sealed. Now, this is fascinating to me. Uh, I think that a lot of people have assumed that Epstein was working with a number of different federal agencies. I was thinking more along the lines of the CIA and the Mossad. But I think it's totally plausible that the Federal Bureau of Investigation was just as deeply invested in Jeffrey Epstein's blackmail racket. Think back to J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, he was the king of blackmail. He was well known for his own blackmail operations. He used it to control members of Congress, people in government, world leaders. Uh, so I don't think the FBI ever would have given up that sort of track if they had been used to taking it. Now, by 2019, the case I sought to intervene in had an orange man bad angle because Acosta was Trump's labor secretary. And even if the motives were impure, at least on at least we were onto the races. Hundreds of thousands of dollars later, a trip to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals and a lot of fighting, we had a batch of documents ready to be unsealed. This is interesting. The weekend before the documents were made public, the Southern District of New York arrested Epstein quietly when he landed his private jet on an airport from a trip he took in France. No perp walk for Epstein. Now, if you'll also remember, right before Jeffrey Epstein was arrested with uh, uh, no warning at all, when Brad and I talked about this last night, President Trump made a commentary uh, about the Minutemen guarding airports. He said they guarded the airports. Everybody in the press made fun of him because, of course, the Minutemen, there were no airports at that time. Uh, but it ended up, I think, being a little nod to the fact that Jeffrey Epstein was going to be arrested at an airport. Why didn't the SDNY charge Jeffrey Epstein under the Mann Act? Under the Mann Act, it's unlawful to transport an underage girl through interstate travel, including on an airplane. In a widely publicized press conference, a U.S. attorney for the SDNY announced sex trafficking charges against Jeffrey Epstein. Now, I don't know what the ultimate punishment for violation of the Mann Act would be in comparison to sex trafficking, but they seem to be you know, both uh, just as bad as each other. Uh, Epstein was charged for paying minors for massages from 2002 to 2005. Yet he was more newsworthy. What was more newsworthy was the indictment that was left out. The indictment against Epstein does not charge anyone except 
Epstein. And there's nothing to indicate that anyone who flew to Epstein's private island has faced scrutiny. That was always something that we raised awareness about. Because uh, I, I was always hoping that Jeffrey Epstein was finally going to be forced to talk uh, and the revelations about the people he was involved with were going to end up coming out. But, of course, he was suicided in a manner of speaking. Now, the Epstein, uh, the SDNY could have charged Epstein in t- 2002, 2003, 2004. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. or any time until that day, yet they did not file charges until the Second Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that previously sealed records involving Jeffrey Epstein would have to become public record. Thus, they are charging him without implicating anyone else who assisted him in his operation. And then you know what happened next. Epstein was suicided. He says committed suicide. I don't believe he committed suicide. And as we've said, he may not even be dead. Now, because the SDNY charged the lowest level of offense possible, they lacked jurisdiction to raid Epstein's island in Little St. James, as well as his New Mexico and Paris properties. Those houses were left undetended for a couple of weeks. And of course, during that time, a safe went mincing. Uh, During the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, it was reported that evidence from Jeffrey Epstein's safe went missing after the FBI raid. I had always assumed that that was the blackmail DVDs that the FBI actually took from the brownstone, but perhaps there was a lot more that also went missing. What was in the safe? Well, we'll never know for certain. Somebody has it. Obviously, I'm hoping that a good guy has it, and it's going to be revealed at some point in the future. But we do know that Jeffrey Epstein... And the FBI had blackmail files. The real Jeffrey Epstein files is that blackmail material. Now, I was speaking with Adel and Frank earlier. The FBI is never going to willingly reveal that information. Nothing short of Donald Trump returning and a complete and utter reformation of the FBI with the forced revelation of Jeffrey Epstein's co-conspirators is the only thing that's ever going to make that information public. Because very powerful people who still are operating in Washington, D.C. and the FBI are wanting to make sure that that info never becomes public knowledge. Let me say thank you to a friend over here on Rumble. Uh, That would be Q Critter, who says, here's the link for the 37 documents. Yeah, I actually, I got that last night. Um, I got it from uh, another source, but the uh, Gateway Pundit has it as well. Uh, it's almost uh, 940 pages of documents, and much of it is documents that have already been shown. Uh, they're just uh, now displayed with the names having been unredacted. And we are expecting hundreds of more documents, which are undoubtedly going to have names in it that we may have never heard before. But certainly the information about to come out is the type of information that these people wanted to have sealed permanently. Let me just stand up. My back is starting to hurt. Okay, 
So, most of these documents, as I said, uh, they come in the form of depositions, testimony that have been given not only by Ghislaine Maxwell, but also Virginia Jaffray, uh, several other victims of Jeffrey Epstein. And the names that are in them uh, are not always necessarily in connection with a crime that was committed. There is one particular individual who is named more than anyone else. But we do have these 150 to 170 or so names, many of them we've known before, several that that uh, you may have never heard before. Uh, but an unnamed source that was speaking to Business Insider has reported that we are going to have more documents expected today. Now, I have not seen them come out today, uh, but these new documents are going to be filed uh, either for the attorneys for Jeffrey or Ghislaine Maxwell. More documents expected to be unsealed or unredacted in coming days. Three names featured in the documents are going to be sealed until at least January 22nd. That would be the two Jane Doe's and one, I would imagine, very powerful person. Now, prior to the release of these documents, uh, that was when Jeffrey Epstein's, uh, excuse me, victim, uh, excuse me, Prior to the release of these documents, we were waiting for Judge Preska, uh, the stay that she had put on the order as a result of someone uh, requesting that their name not be released. That was Jane Doe 107. She lives in a conservative country. And I would have to imagine that translates into a Muslim nation someplace that's not going to take very kindly to her having been involved in something like this. And uh, she has to produce the evidence suggesting that her life is in danger. Uh, now, the other person, the one person who is not a Jane Doe, is not somebody that we know yet. This is the only name that's redacted still in that list of individuals who Ghislaine Maxwell directed underage girls to have sex with. So we have listed here. Well, first of all, this is a uh, question being asked to a victim. Do you know how old you were? No. Uh, and then they ask, other than Glenn Dubin, this redacted name, Prince Andrew, Jean-Luc Brunel, Bill Richardson, another prince, the large hotel chain owner, and Marvin Minsky, is there anyone else that Ghislaine Maxwell directed you to go have sex with? Well, I'm definitely sure there is, but I can't remember everybody's name. No. Okay. Can you remember anything else about them? No. Basically, there was a lot of people. Now, I don't know who this other prince is yet. Uh, it's not Prince Andrew, and I haven't seen Prince Charles's name in there, but we do know now that there is another prince. We do know who that large hotel chain owner is. That is Tom Pre Tom Pris uh, How do you say his name? Wait, there it is. Pritzker, Tom Pritzker. He's the brother of J.B. Pritzker and the uh, the brother of uh, Penny Pritzker from Harvard. Uh, but this name right here, uh, we don't know who this is yet. And for it to remain sealed after all these years, uh, I have to believe it's someone very, very powerful that doesn't want their name to come out. Now, uh, we also know that uh, Jeffrey Epstein trafficked women to at least one foreign president. Now, foreign president. Is that the same as a foreign prime minister? Uh, is this uh, merely a, uh, a mix-up of words in, in terms of the, the definition of language? Uh, or is this a president of a nation that we don't know who they are yet? 
perhaps um, Justin Trudeau or something like that, or he's prime minister of Canada. Uh, but with this release of these details from uh, all of these documents, a lot of people are asking questions. A lot of people are speculating. Uh, and uh, mainstream figures within the United States, uh, such as Bill Clinton, have been among them. Now, what is particularly skin crawling about the claims regarding Bill Clinton uh, is that it said that he liked his girls young. I think that the implication for that was already there. Uh, Bill Clinton, uh, and of course they suggest that we're conspiracy theorists for believing that there's a chance Bill Clinton might be heavily featured in these documents. Uh, however, we have found that, uh, no, there is nothing conspiratorial about it. Here you can see in the testimony regarding Bill Clinton's penchant for young girls, for example, if I asked you the question, were you sexually trafficked to foreign presidents? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that was uh, that, that's in another one. But this is the question about Bill Clinton. Excuse me. Jeffrey Epstein pimping these girls out to foreign presidents. Were you sexually trafficked to foreign presidents? Do you understand what that question means? Yes. What does it mean? Was I lent out for the purposes of sex to a foreign person? President. All right. What is your answer to that question? Yes. We still don't know who that is. I think it's likely the person who is still redacted may be that foreign president. Now, I think the biggest takeaway from the documents yesterday is that Donald Trump has been completely exonerated. There is nothing within these documents, no testimony that ever suggests at any time that Donald Trump engaged in sexual activity with a child or a woman, that he ever received a massage, that he ever inquired about sexual favors, sexual massages, uh, or that he ever went to the island or anything else. Uh, if we take a look at this testimony right here, uh, there is discussion about Donald Trump being at Jeffrey's home. And the person who's being asked says, uh, no, I can't remember Donald Trump ever being there. Was he ever on his island? No, I can't remember that. In New Mexico, not that I can remember. In New York, not that I can remember. So Donald Trump never appeared at any of Jeffrey Epstein's private properties. We do know that Donald Trump took a couple of trips from New York or New Jersey down to Palm Beach. It was a free airplane ride on a private jet. There's nothing nasty happening there. We also know that Jeffrey Epstein took some underage girls with him to Donald Trump's casino in Atlantic City. Now, anybody who lived in the New Jersey area at that time probably visited Trump's Atlantic City casino. There is no big story there. Uh, and it's not like they even hung out with Donald Trump while they were there. Jeff Epstein makes mention of calling Trump to let them know that he's coming there. But this is well before Jeffrey Epstein had been exposed as a pedophile and somebody who would abuse children or traffic children. This is before Donald Trump kicked Jeffrey Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago. Uh, but this is also the same questioning where the witness is is asked if uh, she had sex with any number of famous people, such as George Lucas, and the answer is no. Donald Trump, no. Did you ever massage Donald Trump? No. Donald Trump, did you ever massage Donald Trump? No. There is no indication at any time that Donald Trump or anyone that he was even close with was involved in the same sorts of things that Bill Clinton and his friends were involved with. Now, uh, here is a passage from one of the documents. Epstein did invite two young brunettes 
to a dinner which he gave on his Caribbean island for Mr. Clinton shortly after he left office. I'd have been about 17 at the time. I flew to the Caribbean with Jeffrey and then Ghislaine Maxwell, and we went to pick up Bill in a huge black helicopter that Jeffrey had brought her. I I remember when she was very excited because she got her license around the first time we met. I used to get frightened flying with her, but Bill had the Secret Service with him, and I remember him talking about what a good job she did. I don't remember seeing Bill again on the trip, but I assume that Ghislaine flew her back. So Democratic Senator George Mitchell and former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson are named in these documents. Now, there is, of course, a continued focus on Donald Trump being in these documents and somehow having done some nasty things to girls. But I repeat to you, there is no indication in any respect. There is no hint that Donald Trump did anything. And if anybody tells you anything else, they are lying or they are willfully ignorant and refusing to accept reality. The court documents that were repeat that were produced yesterday completely exonerate Donald Trump. Now, Looking back from a 2011 article by journalist Sharon Churcher, she claimed that Donald Trump was a good friend of Jeffrey Epstein's. That was not the case. Virginia Giffray was asked to clarify those statements made by Churcher in that article and possibly to see if she had been misquoted, saying that Donald Trump was also a good friend of Jeffrey's and that Donald didn't partake in any of the sex, uh, but he had flirted with me. It's true he didn't partake taken any sex with us, but it's not true that he flirted with me. Donald Trump never flirted with me, Virginia Jeffrey said. So when Churcher wrote that article back in 2011, she willfully lied about Virginia Jeffrey's comments. She twisted her words and she used them against her to make it appear as if Donald Trump had done something bad. Now, Virginia Jeffrey did work at Mar-a-Lago for a period of time. In the documents, she actually discusses the fact that this was her first paying job. This was, again, before Jeffrey Epstein had been kicked out of Mar-a-Lago. So this would have been the time when Jeffrey Epstein was attempting to be friendly with Donald Trump. I truly believe that in the same way that Jeffrey and Ghislaine would uh, compromise and blackmail rich and powerful people all over the place, they were attempting to do the same thing to Donald Trump. They were hoping to get him into a position where they could compromise him and then get blackmail material on him. But Donald never bit. He never went for at once, not a single time. So, Bill Clinton likes them young, and like I said, he is named more times than anybody else in these documents. He was John Doe number six, and the news about the former president being exposed is obviously not something that I think he's very comfortable with. So, if we take a look at uh, the deposition uh, from Virginia Jeffrey, in a 2011 interview, Ms. Jeffrey mentioned former President Bill Clinton's close personal relationship with defendant Jeffrey Epstein. Now, Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton had been associated since at least 1993, the first administration of Bill Clinton. And Jeffrey Epstein visited the White House at least 17 times while Bill Clinton was in office. Now, while Ms. Jeffrey made no allegations of illegal actions by Bill Clinton, Ms. Maxwell, in her deposition, raised Ms. Jeffrey's comments about President Clinton as one of the obvious lies to which she was referring in her public statement that formed the basis of this 
suit. Apart from the defendant and Mr. Epstein, former President Clinton is a key person who can provide information about his close relationship with the defendant and Mr. Epstein and disprove Maxwell's claims. So Virginia Dufresne, having said that Bill Clinton was present on the island in the company of two young girls, obviously the only person who can refute that would be Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, or Bill Clinton himself. So Maxwell, excuse me, Dufresne was suggesting that Bill Clinton needs to be interviewed. He needs to be deposed. Uh, under questioning by Sigrid McCauley, who was the lawyer for Virginia Dufresne at the time, an accuser of Jeffrey Epstein's, Johanna Soberg, was asked if she knew that Clinton was a friend of Epstein. And this is where it gets sorted. I knew he had dealings with Bill Clinton. He did not know they were they were friends until I read the Vanity Fair article about them going to Africa together. So then Soberg is asked if Epstein had ever spoken to her about the former president. And that's when she dropped this bombshell. Did Jeffrey ever talk to you about Bill Clinton? And she said he said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. So obviously, Bill Clinton is uh, likely to have been deeply involved in Jeffrey Epstein's child trafficking and abuse network. Obviously, he hasn't been convicted of anything yet, but when there's smoke, there's fire, especially when so many of Jeffrey Epstein's victims are discussing Bill Clinton's presence on the island inside of his various homes. Why would Jeffrey Epstein be coming to the White House unless he and Bill Clinton were very, very close friends? And pedophiles simply just don't hang out with people who aren't also pedophiles. Now, after this news dropped earlier, Bill Clinton was spotted in Mexico. Isn't that interesting? Uh, Outside the jurisdiction of the United States government. Uh, He was spotted in the small Mexican town of San Miguel de Allende, uh, just as this first document dump was beginning to leak. Judge Preska, of course, unsealed these documents and it gave people an insight into the type of person Bill Clinton is. Bill Clinton is heralded as as a sort of uh, folk hero on the left. They completely ignore the multiple allegations of rape against him. Uh, They ignore his uh, blatant sexual deviancy. They ignore the fact that he's clearly got some major skeletons in his closet because, of course, he was president of the United States of America. He was a Democrat hero. Uh, So Bill Clinton being John Doe 36, his presence on the airplanes, his proximity to underage teenage girls and his uh, contemporaneous conversations with Jeffrey Epstein about his preferences for underage girls. It says something. It does say something. Now, a witness had said that Jeffrey Epstein had invited Bill Clinton to the island. We've got the evidence for that because we've got the flight logs showing it. We've got numerous witnesses on the island who were there when Bill Clinton was there. We've got the story of Bill Clinton with two young girls. More than likely, those young girls were not of age. Jeffrey Epstein invited Bill Clinton to hang out on his island, in my opinion, for one reason and one reason only, and that was to abuse these girls in the privacy uh, that was afforded by heading to this private island. But Bill Clinton was on his way to bed with these two young girls. You don't just go to bed with two young girls and not expect that something nasty is going to take place. So let's go ahead and continue on. Who else was there? 
Well, first of all, I think it's worth mentioning that despite the fact that Bill Clinton is named more than anybody else in these documents, uh, the mainstream media continues to cover for him. Uh, rather than going deep into these documents and examining the actual situations that Bill Clinton is alleged to have been in uh, or questioning him about his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, they instead, in, they instead choose to focus on the fact that President Trump's name is brought up at all. President Trump mentioned in the Epstein documents. Well, you know, his name is in there a couple of times because they're asked specifically about him. But nobody volunteered any information to say that President Trump was involved in anything illegal. People have, however, volunteered information to suggest that Bill Clinton is involved in something illegal. So places like MSNBC, places like uh, any of the mainstream media outlets, they should be asking these questions. They should be the ones who are interviewing Bill Clinton because they have the access to it. But on NBC News last night, an anchor on the network defended Bill Clinton right after these documents were released, showing that he likes young girls. So, do we have a clip here? Yes, let's take a listen. They're called Bionic Boomer. Found I should mention none of this obviously suggests any wrongdoing by the former president, suggests that he was involved in a crime. It's merely talking about his connections to Epstein, something that has already, again, been out there, but he has obviously maintained uh, his innocence and denied Well, it certainly insinuates that there likely was a crime when you have actual accounts from victims of Jeffrey Epstein who were sexually abused by many people uh, who were forced to sleep with a number of world dignitaries and Bill Clinton heading off to bed on a private island known as Pedophile Island with a couple of underage girls under his arm. Sure, we don't have a conviction of Bill Clinton, but I'd say once again, where there's smoke, there's fire. Wrongdoing as it relates to any abuse by people that ex- uh, Epstein exploited, Tom. You know, the interactions that Clinton, former President Bill Clinton, may have had with Jeffrey Epstein. She specifically asked about meals with Clinton. She says she can't re- recollect any meals with him. She's asked about whether he may, being Clinton, may have had a meal on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. She says, quote, I'm sure they had a meal on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. So, Tom, these are the types of interactions that we expected. But she conveniently, conveniently leaves out Jeffrey Epstein's own words about Bill Clinton liking them young. What about the story that was told about President Clinton going on Jeffrey Epstein's plane and heading off to bed with a couple of the masseuses? How about that? Nobody on mainstream media is going to bring that one up. This has already been reported in the public domain, but it's different now, of course, seeing it in a court filing. These are court files that have been redacted, kept. This specific tidbit about Bill Clinton liking them young, that has never been revealed before, and she's conveniently glossing over it. Wraps for many years as part of that civil litigation that I mentioned, and we're going to continue pouring through to uncover what we have. So... Obviously, the mainstream media does not want to go there. They don't want to talk about the tawdry, sordid details. They would rather have you believe that Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell abused these girls surrounded by powerful elites, government officials, elected representatives, dignitaries from foreign nations, and nobody else knew a damn thing. They were the only ones who were abusing these young girls. They were the only ones who were taking advantage of them, paying them for sexual favors, pimping them out. 
They cannot risk having Jeffrey Epstein's blackmail network revealed because many of the same people who were running in these six circles are still in power in Washington, D.C. They're still in power at mainstream media news programs. They're still in power at newspapers all across the country. They're involved in the CIA, the FBI, the Mossad in many different organizations, including Bill Clinton's own FBI. Look at this one. Some of the first documents revealed to us that former FBI director Louis Free is named specifically in this document. Some of these names uh, are portrayed in kind of a tangential aspect. Maybe they were just questioned about their knowledge. But it appears that former FBI director Louis Free is listed directly. He says that he may have knowledge concerning the travel of Bill Clinton. So, this is in the context of a dispute between Virginia Jaffray and Ghislaine Maxwell on how many times Bill Clinton actually flew on Lolita Express. Let me also say, Bill Clinton has also openly lied on many different occasions about the number of times that he actually flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane and the locations to which he flew. We know that he flew at least 26 times on Lolita Express. And we also know that he specifically went to Pedophile Island. Pedophile Island was Jeffrey Epstein's home away from home. It was his nice little enclave in the middle of the Caribbean Sea where he could take the rich and powerful of the world to abuse children Without having to worry about the, uh, the, the, the threat of law enforcement hanging over their head. So Louis Free, I wonder if they ever got him and questioned him about it. Now, Michael Jackson's name also came up briefly in one of these questions. I think it's notable to say that Michael Jackson was not suggested to have engaged in any of this activity. Uh, as far as it says, he visited once at Jeffrey Epstein's Palm Beach home. Uh, and we can go down to the exact testimony here. Did you ever meet anybody famous when you were with Jeffrey? I met Michael Jackson. Oh, really? And where was that? At his home in Palm Beach, at Jeffrey's home in Palm Beach. Did you massage him? I did not. Anybody else you remember? I know you mentioned David Copperfield earlier. Anybody else? No, I'd remember that. I believe you also testified that you had never had a massage before you started working with Jeffrey and Ghislaine. Is that correct? I don't recall having a massage before then. And I think you said on the first day you were doing clerical work. Maxwell mentioned you might be able to get a massage. Is that correct? Well, yes. Did you tell Maxwell that you ever had a massage at that point? I don't remember. Did you ever tell remember telling Jeffrey that? And then we go to the next page. We skip about 20 pages. Uh, so talking about a young girl that was involved in this scheme. She was an adult. She was an adult working at a restaurant with you. Yes. What restaurant was that? It's a restaurant that's closed. It's called, and they don't know. Uh, you were asked about famous people. You said you met Michael Jackson. Yes, but you did not give a massage. No. And that's basically all it says about Michael Jackson. But, of course, Michael Jackson is the low-hanging fruit. He's had so many uh, rumors about uh, pedophilia and child abuse surrounding him, both in life and in death. So, of course, the mainstream media is going to focus on that specifically. But nothing comes up about that. Now, we also learn about some of the other social, excuse me, some of the other social contacts that Jeffrey Epstein had uh, with additional famous people. 
People like Leonardo DiCaprio, Bruce Willis, and even more. Uh, Soberg was asked about her contacts with Jeffrey Epstein and his associates. Uh, she said, I saw one press report say that you had met Kate Blanchett or Leonardo DiCaprio. She responded, I did not meet them. No, when I spoke about them, it was when I was massaging him and he would get off. He would be on the phone a lot at that time. And one time he said, oh, that was Leonardo or that was Kate Blanchett or Bruce Willis. That kind of thing. So, again, associations with Jeffrey Epstein, but no specific indication that these people had done anything illegal or were participating in Jeffrey Epstein's schemes. It's likely that Jeffrey Epstein was doing all he could to have these relationships, at least in some tangential way, with famous people like Leonardo DiCaprio or Cameron Diaz, Kevin Spacey, obviously. He flew him out to uh, to Africa. Kate Blanchett is also mentioned in these documents uh, in a number of occasions. Bruce Willis is uh, mentioned uh, in this case. And, of course, uh, Bruce Willis is uh, is not specifically mentioned to be involved in child trafficking. But uh, Jeffrey Epstein's whole business was about the illusion of legitimacy. And so whether or not the people that he would try to glom onto uh, were involved in his crimes or not, he still needed to keep up that pretense of relation with people. It's why he, for years, tried to get close to Donald Trump. Uh, and I'm certain that while he was not kicked out of Mar-a-Lago, he used that association with Donald Trump uh, in one way or another to get uh, things that he wanted and certainly to gain access. Now, someone who is accused of taking part in Jeffrey Epstein's sick scheme is the brother of Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, the chairman of Hyatt Hotels, Thomas Pritzker, his brother, Thomas Pritzker. This is interesting because the Thomas Pritz, the Pritzker family has 11 billionaires in it. These people are filthy rich. And it always seems like the richer people get, the sicker they get. But Tom Pritzker is named as someone who a young girl underage was forced to have sex with him. Now, he is currently the executive chairman of Hyatt Hotels in this deposition, which was taken in 2016. Uh, the question was given to Virginia Jeffrey about her relationship relations with these people that were associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Now, she was asked, how many times have you had sex with Tom Pritzker? Uh, Jeffrey replied, I believe I was with Tom once. Now, her testimony did not suggest that Epstein or Maxwell uh, had directed this specific encounter, but we can divine from the sorts of directions she was given before that likely she was instructed by Epstein to have sex with Tom Pritzker. Uh, Certainly, if Epstein was passing out girls to people like a billionaire like Tom Pritzker, he wanted something from him. He wanted to control him. Maybe he wanted access to his hotels. Maybe he wanted access to his money. But Tom Pritzker is an avowed leftist, and the Pritzker family themselves are all leftists as well. They're listed on Bloomberg Billionaires Index, and they estimate that Tom's personal net worth is somewhere at around $6.2 billion. And the family's business achievements include the sale of the Marmon Group to Berkshire Hathaway for $4.5 billion. Now, J.B. Pritzker, as you know, is a Democrat who has uh, basically destroyed the, the, the state of Illinois. Uh, their sister, Penny Pritzker, uh, works at Harvard and was responsible for the hiring of Claudine Gay, uh, and the Pritzker organization has operated Hyatt Hotels for nearly two decades. 
Now, I'm sorry, Pritzker, uh, J.B. Pritzker is the cousin of, um, uh, of, of Tom Pritzker. I got that wrong. Apologize for that. But Penny Pritzker is J.B.'s sister. Uh, now, uh, the, uh, she is the 38th United States Secretary of Commerce. Uh, that was under the Obama administration. She's been the chairman and CEO of PSP Capital Partners and Artemis Real Estate Partners. She was also the national finance chair of the Barack Obama for President campaign and co-chair of the 2009 Presidential Inaugural Committee. And she's currently a Harvard Corporation senior fellow. And she's come into the news recently because of her association with Claudine Gay. So Tom Pritzker, definitely accused of engaging in sex with some of Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Someone else who is accused of engaging in sex with Jeffrey Epstein's victims is Glenn Dubin. Now, um, yesterday when Brad and I were looking through this and I saw that he had been named, I didn't remember who he was, but he's married to a woman named Ava Dubin. And this is a weird one because Jeffrey Epstein and Ava Dubin used to date years ago, back in the 80s. And I think that he introduced her to Glenn Dubin. So there's a possibility that this relationship was a honeypot from the very beginning. Uh, but Glenn Dubin is one of those people that Jeffrey Epstein instructed girls to have sex with. Back in the 80s, uh, Jeffrey and her dated for 11 years. So to think that Ava Dubin didn't know what Jeffrey Epstein was up to at that time is patently absurd. But Glenn is accused of having sex with numerous girls from Jeffrey Epstein's trafficking ring. And of course, she and Glenn deny everything. But in this batch of documents, uh, we are learning otherwise. Now, of course, people are looking for other famous people. Jimmy Kimmel, there's a fake post going around suggesting that Jimmy Kimmel had sex with somebody, uh, but that's not real. Uh, and there are a number of other people that were known to have hung out with Epstein, people like uh, Noam Chomsky or Stephen Hawking. We haven't come across any of those names yet. Um, but uh, for the people who did know Jeffrey Epstein and have been named yet, I'd say Glenn Dubin is notable. Uh, now, arguably, one of the most damning pieces of content in these documents so far uh, deals with a previously known secondary character named Ronaldo Rizzo. Rizzo was an estate manager, basically a butler for Glenn Dubin and Ava Anderson Dubin. They are also billionaires, and they were friends with Maxwell and Epstein. So Rizzo is uh, a professional. He's got a management degree. He's got a minor in business law from Texas A&M University. He's also got another degree in applied science and hospitality and culinary arts. And he was the keeper of many secrets for the Dubins. Uh, so much so that he sued his former boss back in 2013. He got a confidential settlement agreement and he received an undisclosed sum of money in the process. Now, in the documents that were unsealed, we have mention of this previously known deposition in this lawsuit, and Rizzo testified about an episode where Ghislaine Maxwell and Sarah Kellen had threatened a 15-year-old Swedish girl that they had brought with them to the Dubin's home. The girls alleged that they confiscated her passport in order to make her have sex with Jeffrey Epstein back on Pedophile Island. And at some point in the evening, Ava Dubin, who is also Swedish by birth, talks to her in their native language, and she tells her to go sit on a stool in the kitchen away from the group, and that's when Rizzo speaks to her. Uh, so the question is, how old was this girl? Rizzo said she's 15 years old. What did she say? She proceeds to tell my wife and I that, and this is not, this is blurting out, not a conversation like I'm having a casual conversation that quickly. She said, I was on an island. 
I was on the island and there was Ghislaine. There was Sarah. She said they asked me for sex. I said no. And she says, Ghislaine took my passport. And I said, what? And she says, Sarah took her passport and phone and gave it to Ghislaine Maxwell. At that point, she said she was threatened. And I said, threatened? She said, yes, I was threatened by Ghislaine not to discuss this. And she said that before that, she got to the Dubin's house. She was threatened again by Jeffrey and Ghislaine not to talk about what I mentioned earlier. And again, the word she used was sex. And during this time, you're saying she is rambling. Is her demeanor continuing to be what you described it as? Yes, Rizzo says. Was she in fear? Yes, Rizzo says. And in this deposition, he also testified about another episode that I hadn't read about before where Maxwell gave instructions to and presided over a group of 11 girls as young as 14 years old playing a kissing game with and for Jeffrey Epstein. So in this house, tell me if I'm wrong. You have Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and approximately 11 girls. And yes, some of them were between 11 and 12 years old. Can you describe, excuse me, some, yes, somewhere between 11 and 12, rather, the number of girls. Can you describe the 11 to 12 girls in your memory? Uh, In my recollection, various ages, they would have been as young as 14, 15 to 18, maybe 19, very girlish. Now, once inside the house, what happens? Well, I showed Ghislaine and Jeffrey into the living room, and Ghislaine was the one that instructed the girls, pointing what they needed to come to the living room. And what happens next? Nothing I would want my children to see. The girls were grinding on each other, lifting up their tops. It was very inappropriate. And what did you see next? Well, from what I knew, Jeffrey was with Ghislaine, and now I have all these girls acting very inappropriately. And when the girls are kissing either Jeff or other girls, where was Ghislaine Maxwell? Rizzo said she was sitting right next to Jeffrey. The question is, is there something you remember vividly? Rizzo said, I did. I pulled the nanny aside and I was really, my my wife and I were dumbfounded profoundly by the situation. And she mentioned this was an occurrence that had happened before and they called it the kissing game. Now, Glenn Dubin The billionaire Highbridge Capital co-founder is mentioned along with these stories, always in the context of receiving massages from these trafficked girls that Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and so many others were abusing. From another deposition by Ghislaine Maxwell, did you ever instruct Johanna Soberg to massage Glenn Dubin? Maxwell says, I don't believe I have no recollection of it. However, Virginia Jaffray, she has a different recollection. And when they say massage, that means erotic, okay? That's their term for it. I think there are plenty of other witnesses that can attest to what massage actually means. And I'm telling you that Ghislaine told me to go to Glenn Dubin and give him a massage, which means sex. And this is not the first time that Glenn and Ava Dubin have been involved in the trafficking story with Jeffrey Epstein and his victims. It was back in 2019 when Jeffrey accused Dubin as being part of this sex trafficking ring, something he has consistently denied. But the family released this statement. Glenn and Ava Dubin are outraged by the allegations in the unsealed court records, which are demonstrably false and defamatory. The Dubins have flight records and other evidence that definitively disprove that any such events occurred. 
How could they disprove that they were present when underage girls were kissing and grinding on each other? Uh, and how could they disprove that uh, they were having sex with these young girls? They couldn't. But I will say that if you're a billionaire, you can have records faked. Ava Anderson Dubin, the, the wife of Glenn Dubin, former girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein. She was a, uh, a former model. She's now a philanthropist and a doctor. And she said that she was shocked by the sex trafficking allegations against her ex-boyfriend and that she found them completely counter to the person she is familiar with. Keeping in mind that Jeffrey Epstein was convicted in the mid-2000s for the solicitation of minors and receiving sexual gratification from those underage girls. She knew him then, she knew him before, and she knew him after. So that statement right there has zero basis in reality. They gave another statement. Uh, where they said the Dubins are horrified by the new allegations against Jeffrey Epstein. Had they been aware of the vile and unspeakable conduct described in these new allegations, they would have cut off all ties and certainly never allowed their children to be in his presence. In 2020, the couple was involved in that prosecution of Jeffrey Epstein. Reported at that time by the Daily Mail, prosecutors have asked hedge fund billionaire Glenn Dubin to hand over any documents that show communication between pedophile Jeffrey Epstein and his three children. There was always a rumor that Glenn and Ava Dubin were allowing Jeffrey Epstein to engage in sexual activity with their own kids. Really sick stuff. And the U.S. Virgin Islands filed a subpoena in September of that year seeking all documents and communications related to any of your three children, May, Selena, or Jordan, and also any that relate in any way to Jeffrey Epstein or any Epstein entity. They were so close with Jeffrey Epstein. In 2014, it was said that if they were ever to get married, it would have to have been to the couple's daughter, Selena, who was 19 years old at the time and called him Uncle Jeff. Can you imagine pimping out your young daughter to a known sex trafficker, someone that he had grown up around since they were young? She calls him uncle and you think it's appropriate to marry her off to him. After Jeffrey Epstein pled guilty in 2008 to soliciting a child for prostitution, the Dubins wrote an email to his probation officer saying they were 100% comfortable with Epstein interacting with Selena, who was 14 years old at that time. Ava wrote, I could not ask for a better friend or godfather to my children. I think that the Ghislaine Maxwell kissing game stuff is really, really upsetting. And it's truthfully just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to this sort of thing. Uh, I said earlier on uh, 412's show, you know, the, the ones who really can testify about this stuff, the worst aspects of it, not just the, the kissing and the sex, the raping, uh, those, those girls are probably dead. You know, the ones who were undocumentable. Who knows what Jeffrey Epstein's sick personal friendships uh, allowed them to get into the, uh, the the satanic ritual abuse type situation. Here's another story, this time including Prince Andrew, uh, where Prince Andrew describes grabbing the breast of a young girl. If we take a look at the testimony. Uh, there was a conversation that he had. He told me that he had taken this girl's virginity by the pool. Uh, and this is Jeffrey Epstein bragging about taking this girl's virginity. Uh, and uh, Maxwell, did I uh, ever say to you that it was 
it takes the pressure off of her to have other girls around. She implied that, yes. In what way? Sexually. And earlier, Laura asked you, I believe, if Maxwell ever asked you to perform any sexual acts, and I believe your testimony was no, but then also previously stated that during the camera incident that Maxwell had talked to you about not finishing the job. Did you understand not finishing the job, meaning bringing Jeffrey to orgasm? Objection, leading form. I'm sorry, Johanna, let me correct that. That was the whole thing. Ghislaine Maxwell continued to bring new girls into this situation uh, because Jeffrey Epstein had insatiable appetites. As someone with access to money and to this pre-organized sex trafficking ring, he knew that he could continue this stream of young, underage girls into his orbit, and that by grooming these girls and then training them to go out and find new girls, it would take the pressure off. At some point, they would no longer have to sleep with Jeffrey Epstein because they would have brought him enough other girls that he would then start raping them and paying them instead. Let me say thank you very much to Polly. Thank you to Polly. Nakaz808. Uh, thank you for the shades. Late Judy the Lady Pug. Thank you for the cookie. And Lieutenant Cooker says, uh, for you back, Zach. For you back, Zach. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, there is undoubtedly so much more that's going to come out. You guys, this is the tip of the iceberg. Um, I, I hope that they continue to release this Epstein information slowly, bit by bit, over and over and over again, continuing to reveal new names, new individuals, new people who were involved in this sick, disgusting behavior. Uh, and uh, I can only hope that we're going to learn the names of uh, more very powerful people, and it's going to destroy them, it's going to bring them down, and it's going to show us exactly who we need to remove from this equation. Fred Awakening says, 328 more pages of Epstein docs just dropped. Tomorrow should be another fun one. All right, well, tomorrow is Friday, so maybe I will go live early in the day, or we'll go live uh, early before we do my interview, and we'll talk about that. But I am going to go check those documents out. We're going to get that information and I hope to be able to bring that to you guys very, very soon. Uh, we have no more thank yous to give. Let me just make sure I didn't miss anything on my phone. Oh, God. Nathan, I just saw your... I just saw your email. I'll, I'll reach out to you. I hope that you're watching. Uh, stay strong, and uh, I'll help in any way that I can. All right, that's it. Uh, thank you so much for being here, guys. Just remember, I know this is dark stuff. This is uh, terrible, uh, but we, we can't fix it unless we shine a light on it. Before we go, let me just remind you about the sponsors of the final portion of tonight's program. That's, first of all, going to be my friends over here at... OnenessDrops.com. OnenessDrops.com is the supplier for chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Your chlorine dioxide water purification kits allow you to create clean, pure water that you don't have to worry about any sort of... Why does this not work? Hang on just a second. This was all set up before we began, but uh, there we go. Right there. You can get 
your chlorine dioxide water purification kits to allow you to create clean, fresh water from non-potable sources of drinking water. Chlorine dioxide is known as the universal antidote. It doesn't work for everything, but it will kill pathogens, viruses, microbes in water and make it safe for you to drink. If something happens and your your local city or township no longer is able to produce clean, fresh water, then this is definitely something you want to have on hand. It's also used by a lot of people for a whole bunch of different other physical physical and medical maladies, not medical advice, but this is something I would recommend everybody look into. When you go to onenessdrops.com, that link is in the description. Use code RP78 to save 15% off your order. You can also head on over to mypillow.com, and when you go there, make sure you use code RP78 to save up to 80% off the incredible American-made products that Mike has produced. Uh, of course, he's using his proceeds not only to support the Americans who work for him, the community where he's based, but also to help fix the election system here in the United States of America. He's the only person that I know that's really fighting for that. So you can get the MyPillow, the MyPillow 2.0, the uh, Giza Dream Sheets, the uh, slippers or the bathrobes, all of the products that Mike creates are just top of the line. Use code RP78 to save a ton of money. And then finally, my Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithredpill78.com. You can save $60 off a four-week supply of emergency food. This is the best deal they've had all year. We're talking about over 16 varieties of food with a 25-year shelf life, over 2,000 calories uh, per meals per day. This is uh, the kind of thing that you want to have at least one year of emergency food on hand. For those of you who have purchased, from any of my sponsors. I want to let you guys know how much I appreciate it because it's only through the support of these sponsors that I'm able to continue producing this program for you and bringing it to you six days a week. So thank you very much for being here. Good luck. God bless. I'm going to pass out these gold pills and we'll see you tomorrow.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.